I made him sleep, and his dreams were ripe with the horrors to be made real, said the boy. His power is slight, a glowing ember compared to the furnace that burns in your flesh. It gave me little in the way of real substance, but childish fears are a banquet after I had gone so long without. Demacia is a terror to his kind. To your kind. Welcome to League of Lore, a podcast about the lore of League of Legends and the broader Runeterran universe. I'm your host Jacob, or Skullhead Soldiers, and let's begin. Now, in Demacia, as we know, there is a broader like fear of magic, as well as a lot of anti-magic properties in the country. Yet, there is a rise in uh, creatures called demons in Demacia. Now, this is not the demon episode, but we are going to talk a bit about what demons are, just so you understand why they're important to uh, the situation in Demacia. Because what demons are is they're essentially dark magic that has taken form over many, 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 like, eons of time. It's a bit unclear, like, the time frame for some of them. But all that we do know is, over time, these dark magics can coalesce into a semi-sentient thing before becoming a truly sentient thing, which is a demon. And how demons work is they feed upon negative emotions. Uh, Specifically, uh, like, there's agony, despair, and generally fear are some of the big ones that we know of. And this is important to know because there is a lot of, especially one of those emotions in some of Demacia's population. In fact, all of Demacia's population. Now, this really comes into light when we go to a location called Fosboro. Fosboro is a small little town where um, the great-grandfather of uh, Luxana Crown Guard and Garen Crown Guard uh, resides, uh, a man named Fossian. Now, we don't know a lot about Fossian, but we do know that when Fossian was alive, he did battle against a powerful demon. Uh, and when he was able to supposedly defeat demon, the demon, it was contained within his tomb. Now, why is this important? Well, because as uh, Lux goes to the town to visit her great-grandfather's gra- tomb... Um, she realizes that something's wrong in the town. People aren't getting any sleep. Uh, there, there's this general uh, anxiety within the town that she can sense, especially due to her magical nature. And you can just feel that something's wrong. And she quickly realizes it's, it's more wrong than she initially thought because when she tries to go to sleep, immediately she is assaulted with horrendous nightmares that rob her of any chance of a, of a uh, calm sleep. And she awakes uh, frightened. And a big theme with the nightmares that we get described from her is a lot of them have to do with, like, her light from her magic or just light in general to be snuffed out by being buried alive. 
but also this deep fear of her brother hating her or just the country itself turning against her and wanting her killed because she is a mage. Now, as, um, as she then goes about to try to discover what's going on in this small town, uh, she runs into her brother and some of the Dauntless Vanguard, and they all come together to figure out what's going on. Well, no sooner did they all come together, a man um, who has been convicted of the crime of murder because he killed his own family while they were still sleeping and killed some of his neighbors, uh, he's dragging the street all beaten and bloody by the population, and uh, he's sentenced to death. Um, by the head illuminator in the town, uh, someone who uh, Lux was housing with, a lady named Giselle. And Giselle is also kind of has like a, a legal authority in this town, and she decides, she's like the head magistrate, and she declares this man guilty of murder and to be executed. Lux immediately realizes something uh, bigger is going on in this poor man, and she realizes that what's going on is he is potentially possessed by this demon, or at least influenced by a demon or some sort of dark magic. And before, and she starts trying to figure out, like, why did he kill his family? Why did he kill his neighbors? And he keeps reiterating, like, just the darkness. Like, they weren't who they were. They were monsters. And the more, conf and she gets really, really confused by, like, what does this mean? But eventually she realizes that he, it is, in fact, a demon inside him. And before she can convince Garen not to execute him for the crime of murder, um, he does so, and immediately the power of the demon is released into the town. And all the rest of the townsfolk uh, pass out, and their nightmares are made manifest and start attacking the Dauntless Vanguard. Lux immediately like, oh heck, we need to get out of Dodge, um, or I need to get out of Dodge, because I think I know where this is coming from. Because she learned earlier that uh, Giselle, her son is missing. And do, do some interaction they had uh, while discussing should this man be killed or not, uh, she realizes that th this magistrate's son is a mage. And so she's like, oh heck, he's probably being influenced by the demon in some way because he's such a young mage as a child. I'm going to go and try to save him. So she goes off into the direction where she believes is all coming from, which is her great-grandfather's tomb, and it's based on her theory that it is the long de is a demon of myth and legend that her great grandfather supposedly entombed there. So she gets there and immediately she finds a boy, a boy named Luca, and she tries to help him, but she immediately is able to tell the boy is possessed by the demon. Now this demon, his name is Nocturne, and he is a demon of nightmares and fear, but specifically nightmares. And as a demon, he feeds upon the fear that comes from these nightmares that he's able to inflict upon the populace. Well, Lux realizes that um, her magic is really potent, and so she kind of funnels it into a small dagger that she has, stabs the poor boy, but is able to use the stabbing to flood the boy with her light magic and oust the demon from him. It's, it is successful, she's able to save the boy, but the demon is now free to roam. He's no longer bound to the tomb, he's now free. And as uh, the demon, uh, before the demon is defeated, the demon reveals that the reason he was able to gain such power so quickly, even from a, a young child with very little magic, is because 
of all the fear that this poor boy had. This boy knew the moment that he had magic, he would be hated by his pe by his people, by his community, by his own mother potentially. Like he just knew it was just a bad time, and he was terrified. He was petrified. That's why he ran away, and that's why he was such easy pickings for this demon to feed on for fear and gain power. And Lux realizes as she uh, goes back to Garen that. That's all anyone cares about is just hatred and fear. They just want instant satisfaction with destroying the supposed evil. Like, no one uh, cares that this man that was executed was a member of their society and their village. Or at least Garen seems to think so. And Lux is like, why? We should try for understanding. We should try to understand. And it's like, they don't want understanding. They just want results. And that is kind of the theme of... Um, this, the tale of Fosparrow is that the fear of magic and Demacia is so ingrained in them. It has such deep roots in them that it is allowing very powerful demons to begin to rise to power once again. Uh, even former demons are defeated like Nocturne or whole new demons. And it's because of all this fear and hatred in the country and it's only getting worse. Um... Now, we're going to talk about some of the other demons that reside in uh, Demacia and what each of them represents towards the situation in Demacia as a whole. But before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, all you wannabe raiders out there, it's your bestest girl, Rose, coming at you up from top of the world. Now, it's time for your local traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever! So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody-two-shoes, definitely not raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ugh, they're not paying me enough for this. Till later, this is Rose. Raiders rule! If you want to help spread the show or simply get more content, you can follow the official Twitter at League of Lore 2 for updates on the podcast and other lore tidbits, as well as rate or follow the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. You can also follow my Twitch account, twitch.tv soldiers where I stream myself playing League of Legends and other games and discuss the lore and gameplay of those properties. And it's just thanks to people like you that the show continues to grow and drive me forwards in this exploration of the League of Legends universe. Let's just thank you all, uh, all the new followers on my Twitter, just everyone who's been downloading the show, just thank you all. It really makes me want to continue working on the show and just continue to share all this crazy, crazy lore and cool stories and characters that exist in this setting. With that, let's get back to the show. Now, why are demons in Demacia? We kind of already uh, approached this in the first half, 
where the main reason is there's all this fear and hatred in the country, but it's also because of how prosperous Damasia is getting. Damasia is a fairly prosperous country, like it has gold filigree, massive marble slash petrosite, a stonework everywhere. The people are in a fairly good position. But because of this, they are more afraid of possible disruptions to this sense of stability and order, which uh, causes their hatred and fear of magic and mages specifically to just continue to rise and rise and rise. Basically, the more stable they think their society is, the more terrified of, unst of instability in the form of magic they are. And uh, we can see this in how Nocturne um, is in the store, like in Nocturne's whole deal in Fosborough, where he literally talks about the, the hatred and fear in Demacia. It's so ingrained in them that even long ago, Nocturne was already in the country and was able to come back by feeding on a single child, being so terrified of who he was, because he was a mage, and what it could mean for him. And Doctor was able to free himself from the tomb, possess a child, and then torture an entire town for days on end, just feeding on all their fear and hatred, specifically their fear from all the nightmares he was able to inflict upon them. And it only got worse and worse, and it took Lux coming in and saving the day. But it just shows that that's how ingrained it is. Even a child is terrified of being a mage. Like, that's how ingrained it is in society. That means that they're telling their kids, hey, uh, mages are bad, uh, don't be a mage, basically. And they magic manifest, and voila, they're a mage, and now they're terrified. And they can't get any help because they're so scared. Luca ran away because he was terrified of what the town would do to him uh, for being a mage. And this also shows like how widespread it is. It's not just in the capital where all the nobility are and the hoity-toityness. It's, it's especially prominent out in the outskirts in the small villages like Fosboro. Because those villages are especially vulnerable to superstition and fear. And especially of the unknown like magic in, this, in Runeterra. Another a demon that shows prominence in Demacia is Evelyn. Now, she is a kind of a succubus-like uh, demon. Like, she does a lot of seducing. And, um, but what she actually feeds on is agony. So what she does is she looks all sexy and um, just strutting about town in the middle of the night, looking as sultry as possible. And then she'll lure... lure well-to-do people. She never. She rarely goes after like the downtrodden, the poor. She specifically goes after the affluent and the happy. And the reason she does this is she loves the feeling of agony that comes when she takes someone to the highest of possible highs and then takes it all away and rips it out of them as violently as possible. And that's what she does. Um, we know that another character named Vane... Her family was uh, killed by Evelyn, probably in a similar method to what she does to everyone else. She seduced them, and then she killed them all in horrible, torturous ways. And this shows that even like the prosperity of Demasi is allowing uh, demons like Evelyn to uh, come to power because they think they're so important and happy. And like, oh, we're the, we're the perfect good guys. We can't be hurt. 
And then I'm like, now I can totally hurt you. I can seduce you as a sexy lady, and then or sexy anybody really, and uh, then tear your whole life apart and feast upon the agony I cause from that. And this really shows that no one is safe in Demasi from these demons, and especially the most powerful people and the people who are most afraid of change. They're the ones most vulnerable to some of these demons, like Evelyn. But probably the biggest demon uh, incursion into Demacia that came out recently is Fiddlesticks. Now, we know that Fiddlesticks is a legend throughout the uh, majority of Runeterra, but especially in Demacia. Uh, in fact, Fiddlesticks' name comes from a children's uh, rhyme, uh, where the children talk about Fiddlesticks and that they're co and he's coming for us and all these other terrifying things. And Fiddlesticks is a special kind of demon, unlike the other demons who are, um, like I said, they're dark magic that can essentially manifest into a sentient being. Fiddlesticks is what's called a, a primeval or like a primal demon. Uh, Fiddlesticks specifically is a demon born from the first scream of the universe. Like, that's kind of terrifying to think about. Like, literally, when the universe is born, there was a scream, apparently, and Fiddlesticks came from that scream. Fiddlesticks is beyond ancient and obviously since it's based on a scream of fear phil six is a demon of fear and feast upon fear in a more visceral way than like nocturne does which nocturne does it through like straight up nightmares um phil six is straight up hunts you down like a freaking slasher uh villain or vi slasher monster and will hunt you down and terrify you with the voices and echoes of people it has killed in the past Philzes can't speak for themselves, so that's how they that's how they terrify their victims by speaking in animal noises that they've heard or killed, and other people they've heard and killed, and it's echoing their terrified voices over and over and over again. And what makes Phil Six so interesting is Phil Six really started coming to prominence because for a while they're just like a children's tale. It's like, oh, don't go out into the cornfield, don't go out in the middle of the night. Uh, Phil Six might get you. Now Phil Six is actively hunting people in a very open way. And that's due to the events of the Major Rebellion. Um, now, we're not talk, talk about the Major Rebellion just yet, but it is coming up soon. But the events of the Major Rebellion caused such a outpouring of fear and hatred in Demacia to a such a high degree that Fiddlesticks is now having a freaking buffet in this in Demacia now. Like, Fiddlesticks is out roaming about terrifying people because of the events of the Major Rebellion causing such a heightened uh, fear in the country. Before, there's like a, a kind of general fear like magic and mages, but then the mages rebelled, and now they're very terrified of a loss of stability, of a loss of their home, and what they thought they understood and knew, and now it's all been torn asunder by the mages rebelling. And Phyllis is just feeding upon this and just gorging himself on all this easy fear that he's able to get just by being around it. He doesn't even have to be active about it, really. He is active, but he doesn't have to be, and that's like the terrifying thing. Phil is just getting more and more powerful as he's continuing to feed and feed and feed. And that's kind of situation in Demacia, is Demacia's relationship with demons is intricately tied to their fear and hatred of magic. And it comes back to this whole idea that Demacia is a country is a country that was in a way kind of founded on fear. They were terrified of the events of the Rune Wars and all the terrible magics unleashed by the by the world runes by mages. And 
it kind of just infected this fledgling uh, country, which was originally meant for like refugees and the downtrodden, and now it's so just festered in there. It's been festering in there for so long that you it's really hard to separate this hatred of magic and, and this inherent fear in the country of mages and magic from the general populace. It's so in there. And because of that, the country is just becoming more and more vulnerable to these demons like Phil Six and Nocturne and Evelyn and possibly many others. And it's unclear, like, if more demons might appear in Demacia or if Demacia might try to recover, especially after recent events due to the Ruination, or when it's going to get worse due to the events of the Ruination. It's kind of hard to tell. All we do know is demons in Demacia or a point-blank, blunt representation of the deep, deep fear that's set in the nation. And until they're able to learn how to live alongside the mages that exist in their country, or some other way of, of changing their ways, that's not going to go away. Fear is infectious and deadly. And Demacia is the most prominent sign of this. Their fear, their hatred, is so ingrained in them that it is a cancer. And unless they cut it out, it will continue to only grow worse and worse and worse. Now, I hope this analysis of the rise of demons in Demacia helps you better understand the current state of the country and what it's going to lead to in the future with the Major Rebellion. If you have any questions or thoughts, please send them in your reviews on your podcatcher of choice or to lorevroomterra at gmail.com. You can also now send them through the Discord channel, League of Lore, on the Robots Radio Network Discord, and they'll be answered next episode. Now, next time, we're going to be talking about the might of Demacia Garen Krongar. Let's go with the poster child of Demacia. We'll see you all then.